Blog Talk Radio.
The True Israelites, with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Live, Radio. Worldwide international radio broadcast, Yaqwa's Radio is now on the air. I'll be your host. Thy name, your fear, Israel, of Seed Royal. We're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the Beast 666, the Son of Edition, part number 27. And we got a special guest that's going to be on the broadcast listening of uh, Brother Kim. Brother Kim says, um, Hey, fear, I want to know. I want to come to the Bible study class, and I don't know what it's all about. Well, I'll tell you what, Brother Tim, we're going to tell you what this broadcast is all about. He would just turn your speaker up, and we're going to bring our elder in. He'll tell you about this broadcast and everything else. And if you get close to a Bible, Brother Tim, just spread your book out a little bit and listen, and you'll get the blessing that you need. And remember, the Sabbath day is sundown Friday. Sundown Saturday, we have classes at uh, 7.30, and we have another class at 12 o'clock on Saturday. So, Brother Tim, Brother Tim, just hold tight and listen to our elder. He'll tell you all about the broadcast, and then we're going to do a series that we own, part number 27, uh, showing you who is this um, Mark of the Beast is, 666. Son of Edition, part number 27. So, so Tim, uh, right back and enjoy. So I'm going to my elder, and our elder going to tell you all about the broadcast. So listen real good, Brother Tim. So he meets the elder with a loud voice. You say, Elder Mr. Tim, Yahweh be to their seed royal. And Yahweh bless your seed as well as seed royal. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Hallelujah, Father But we got a, a special guest on tonight, along with the with nine hundred thousand plus on the international side. And Brother Tim, he said, "Listen, I need a blessing, and I need to hear something real good. Now, I need to hear something good." So, uh, Elder, so uh, whatever you want to tell Mr. Tim, along with the nine hundred thousand uh, strong on the international side, you take your time and deliver your power code. Brother Tim said he needs him a blessing in a hurry. Take your time, Elder. You on the clock. Come on. Well, once again, Yankee Bush is here, Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. And also, to bless the new guests, Brother Tim. And Yankee bless Brother Tim also with the righteous word of Yahweh. You know, because when we do this, 
We are told in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 10. And see it says, take notes, which is always a good thing. Verse 10 says, For Yahweh is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Because when we do this, you can't have a whole bunch of teachers to try to learn and be good at it, and knowing that what you heard is right. I'll be told that and show out chapter 6, verse 6. 6 says, Be in peace with many, but have one counselor over a thousand. You can imagine that if you had more than one teacher teaching the same subject, you would never get a good grasp on what you have learned. Even history, we all know that there is a history of the world past, a history of the world present. But our history starts from our birth to our death, and those who fail to learn history are soon to repeat it. But those who fail to learn it correctly, they are simply doomed in this world and the world to come. But we reach out to those knowing that we have the capability of being a teacher in the world. And hearing that, you know that a teacher can't learn from his students because he's giving wise counsel. But having knowledge, he even gains more experience by teaching. Now, on the other hand, a student can learn from wise counsel, possibly learning one day to teach themselves. And this shows well in all the six camps that teach. Because we all came to hear things like Brother Tim. We came to hear things that most of us can hear and some listening never understand. The drop-off ministry makes all this misunderstanding very We have many that came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching. But some looking can never find. And these are called the misinformed. They can do none of these things. But this is why the words of Yahweh makes all this more possible for the righteous. But you've got to be righteous to, you know, get this work done and to receive it right. Because we often have said, you know, most of us are taught by the one-eyed Satan. Yeah, one-eyed Satan, that, that television, cell phones, smartwatches, and so on. But what does it say about that? Look what it says in First Peter, chapter three, verse number twelve. All says, "For the eyes of Yahweh are over the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers, but the face of Yahweh is against them that do evil." Well, our intention is to do good. This is why we welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. That comes to your lives and open to your own. With new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost, about Yahweh's words. Learning how to connect the Bible books with health. Rules that you should eat and keep in the Sabbath days. We do all this because you have knowledge. And this is the information that you came to seek and have to look no further. Because you've now found it in the voices of the Trisolites, tribe of Yahweh. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. 
And we do have a Sabbath class. The top part of the Sabbath is Friday. That online class starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And our online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this on any search engine, on any one of your search engines, type in tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com dash Israelites. Click the red live button as soon as it appears, and it'll put you right under a big line. Once you get there, you'll see eyes and all. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. However, any other device, you might see menu. By clicking this, again, you'll still see the choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings and doing so. Remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, verse 8. 7 says, Give unto the Alpha, and to the people. Give unto the Alpha, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Alpha, glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yaquan lost a cheerful gift. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give, according to the Bible scriptures, we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yaquan. Also, the building of school, a banquet hall, radio station, and man to go to help us. We continue to speak of on this program of the Good Also down there, don't forget to check that calendar. The calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days given to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. It's a feature that's available during our broadcast time. And to get there, Type in three words, Yahweh Radio Live. And after clicking on it, look for the voices of the two Israelites. Try to tell God. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into a live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures, Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six or nine accounts of the Alpha's ministry. But also, in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I will have to remind you, you only hear a discouraging click followed by a doubt. Also, by calling the same number, you can order what I'm noticing as the 12 programs via the 12 Tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive a contact. However, on another note, we might ask, please do not contact the seer, email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Seagull and answering many memos that most of us have seen. But even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day 
So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And the question is legit. You will receive a call back unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear the spiritual dial tone. Now, for those of you who maybe missed the beginning of today's program, you can listen to the entire show after 9.15 p.m., except parties. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. To get there, once again, enter the three words, Dakwa Radio Live. This time, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadda. Choose the program that you are late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal Broad Talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting our information on Broad Talk, which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, computer, even your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the Broad Talk app. When you get there, you'll be listed under ethnic group. African American, look for voices of the truth about this tribe of Delta. You'll find our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. For Yahweh's word, we'll also be working for your Bible education. And online to answer any of the on the table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Sierra Israel, writing a shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic any more than two text questions answered at a time. And a broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on talk talk. Yahweh be with you all. But that continuing reminder we will give. We are giving scriptures to speak by this year. Be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh flow smoothly. Remember that we have over 900,000 listeners that want to hear the righteous words of Yaqua, and that includes our new members also. So we can get to listening to those righteous words. We'll pass our program back to us here in Israel and say, Oh, boy, Yaqua. Oh, what are you? That's excellent on your part. And um, that's very excellent on your part. And you got a special guest, old brother Kim. He said, Well, now listen, I, I need to know, and I need a blessing. I need to know. Uh, when, when is the broadcast, and what is this name come after? Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, what that means? And, you know, because I've been raised up all my life. I thought his name was Lord God and Jesus and Allah and Buddha. He, uh, Brother Tim, them English names. The Bible was talked about to Adam in 4004 to 96 A.D., and when you get out of Revelation, his story was told, and they didn't speak English. They didn't speak English, and the words that we use today, English, it started in 449, it became official language in 1382. So that's how you got this English name, but in Proverbs, it tell us, don't add, don't take another way. So he had one name that everybody in the Bible called on. And that was the four letters called Y-H-W-H. And that's the only name going to get you salvation once the light turns on. The other name that we've been calling on all our life, then we've been hybrid names that have been given to us by the enemy. The enemy gave you the mother name because if you don't know his name, then you can never get to where you're supposed to be at. Just 
like not knowing what day is this blessed day of the Bible, which is in Genesis 2, verse 3, called blessed be the seventh day, number seven. And Brother Tim, uh, seven, it's all the way over. It's Saturday, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. That's the blessed day of the Bible. The mother days we do, it's not of him. It's of the God that manipulates us. So we're going to break all that down, Tim, and what we're going to do is we're going to bring in the young lion, and he'll tell you about all that is bringing this broadcast to you. And we'll find out who all are going to be on the network. And he'll tell you about, and he'll read a couple of documents showing you that when you use the true name of YHWH, you got an opportunity to do the right thing because as long as you don't know and you repent, then he'll start looking at you a little bit better. But when you do know and just pay it no never mind, that's when the clock will start ticking, Brother Tim. So we're gonna go we're gonna see who all gonna be on stage for the night's episode of uh, part number twenty seven. And we're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the Beast six six six. You gotta know who this beast is, what that really means. Part Son of Edition Part 27, but the young line we're going to bring him in, he's going to tell you all about one thing, who all can the broadcast, and he'll read a couple of historical documents on why we use the four letters instead of Jehovah, Jireh, Nisi, Lord God, and Jesus. He's going he gonna to tell you all about it, Brother Tim. So we're going to bring the young line in. And then we're going to see who all that's uh, coming on the broadcast for take number 27. So when you meet the young line, and the young line, both Tim, is one of them up-and-coming teachers out of Camp 1. And, and most likely, I have the young line to get in contact with you and, and help you along the way. But by listening to the broadcast, Brother Tim, you'll get an idea of what we're working with. But you will get a return phone call by the young lion, Brother McTaggart, and he will be able to um, assist you a little bit. So we're going to bring him in right now and see if he's ready to tell you who all bringing, who all carrying this broadcast and a couple of historical documents, facts about why we use the name YHWH and all that good stuff. So we're looking for him right now on this crowded network to bring him in, uh, Brother Tim. So, but we have no problem to bring him in right now. Let's see, can we um, see what's going on? We have no problem to bring him in. Hey, hey Elder, we have no problem to bring him in. You um, have no problem to bring him in everybody. Now, that, you have no problem bringing everybody on our end. So, um, Elder Patel, back at you, Elder, because I'm having a problem bringing everybody back in. I can't get nobody in right now. Right now, I know um, it seems like to me, the screen was just went uh, blank for me. Yeah. So if you can bring in, if you can uh, log them all in, because right now I'm not able to do it. So if you can log in the young line, Mother E, 
Sister Sarah, Daughter Yahwa. You can if you can log them all in. Right now, my stream on my end went blank. I ain't seeing nothing to do nothing but talk. Come on, Elder. Yahwa. Okay, hallelujah, Yahwa. Um, they're all logged in. Kaya, Mother Eve, Sister Sarah, and looks like we have one. Sister VSJ on standby. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, then. Good enough. I ain't seeing nothing. I don't see anything. And, and, um, only, only, and the reason why is because the big digging terrorists, they, they have their uh, reasons to uh, judge those fear every now and then with some fire. So, young lion, brother Micaiah, Yahweh, get you that scene right here. Yahweh bless you there, say Israel, of T. Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh there, young man. Well, you know little Elder standing by, you know, he, he, got, he got his eye on everything. And that's a guest besides the 900,000 on the international side. Uh, Brother Tim, he said, I need to know more about this Bible study class. He said, he said I got to get, get me a blessing. And I see that if I listen, I will be blessed. So can you help uh, uh, Tim, Brother Tim out a little bit on what this broadcast is all about and who all counted it and, and a couple of starker document facts on why we call him YHWH Yahweh instead of the, the pagan names called Lord God and Jesus. Take your time there, young lion. You on the clock. Come on. All right. says Israel C. Roy, tribe of Yadadjula. Well, we're going to first and foremost, kicking off by letting the national audience know that we already know that we live on uh, Blog Talk Radio, and you can catch us on Blog Talk Radio as the elder have about four, six days out of the week. And he gave those times uh, that we can catch the broadcast, and also he gave you to understand about the Pal Talk, how you can uh, download the Pal Talk on your phones or uh, desktop or your laptop or your one iState smart TV. Uh, you also can catch us on Facebook. You can catch us on Facebook, any of the previous uh, broadcasts that we have recorded already or any time we have went live inside of the class, you can catch us on Facebook at V-O-T-T-Y. Type in those keys, V-O-T-T-Y. You can catch us on Facebook. If you want to uh, pass a message, that would be a good thing. Um, listen, listen in to the Facebook broadcast, and also we have a YouTube page set up. Our YouTube page is B O T T Y Tribe Y H G H. Once again, our YouTube page is B O T T Y Tribe Y H D H. Y'all die for Shemetic. So um, you can tune in to the YouTube page and catch any uh. And we have uploaded any one of the live broadcasts that we have done inside of the class. We ask you all to tune in. And we also ask you all when you um, call into the blog talk or anytime you listen in on Pal Talk or the YouTube page or uh, the Facebook page, we ask you all to write down your notes. Write down your questions. And call in for questions and comments. You'll have put forth at 22460. Five five seven nine. Once again, for a question and comment, call in at two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. And I say that for a third time because we want to make sure that everyone gets the number. 
is 224-600-5579. Call in for questions and comments, and uh, we'll be right back at you. And at that very moment, if we pick up, but we don't have your answer at that very time, we actually give us a dance chapter 2, verse 16, that gives, uh, actually give it a king, get it for the king to give us a little few, um, give us a little time to come back and give you the answer to your question. And we will get back with you, give you an answer to your question. We will go in that book and we will do some, uh, like the midnight oil and do some rigorous studying and make sure we can come back and give you the answer. Of course, it does say, Yahweh is men of the spirit. Give us a Luke 12, 12. Um, we want to, uh, kick it off now. Just so the national audience and those who's first time tuning in want to know why we don't use the name L-O-R-D-G-O-D-J-E-S-U-S. Well, one thing for certain is that we want to first kick it off by finding um, out about this name, Lord. And we're going to go inside of the old Bible, and we're going to look inside of the Bible Concordance Dictionary, and we're going to see what they have to say inside of the Bible Concordance Dictionary. All right. So first we're going to kick it off, and we're going to go to page, let's go to page uh, 20. Let's see what he has the same side of the King James Version, the Holy Bible, uh, the Concordance Dictionary part. So let's see what he had to say about Lord, L-O-R-D. It says, and it reads, an historical fact, L-O-R-D, Lord, one who has authority over persons or things. Hence, L-O-R-D, Lord, G-O-D, God, as the supreme authority, J-E-S-U-S, Jesus as leader during his ministry and as the son of G-O-D. In the Old Testament, when large and small capitals are used for L-O-R-D, the original Hebrew thematic reads, Y-H, once again, we're going to read that again. It says, Lord, one who has authority over persons or things. Here, Lord, God, supreme authority. Jesus as leader during his ministry and as the son of G-O-D God. In the Old Testament, when large and small capitals are used for Lord, the original Hebrew reads Y-H-W-H. See, textogrammaton. So it tells you to go to read textogrammaton, and that was page 20 we was reading on from a, a Bible recorded uh, dictionary out of the Holy Bible from the King James Version, it tells us to go read page 20 for text of grammaton. I mean, it tells us, no, it tells us go read text of grammaton. That was on page 20, my mistake. So I'm correct, Mark, to read about the word text of grammaton. This big old long word. Read text of grammaton on page 30. The four letters, Y-H-W-H forming the sacred name of the supreme deity. Whenever the words Lord and God appear in large and small capital letters in the Old Testament, the original Hebrew text uses Y-H-W-H. Once again, I'm going to read that for a second time. Page 30, text of grammaton. The four letters, Y-H-W-H, Forming the sacred name of the supreme deity, whenever the words 
that we read inside of our Bible, Lord and God, appear in large and small capital letters in the Old Testament. The original Hebrew text uses Y-H-W-H. Now, let's go get some more historical facts, and let's see. Can we pour something else out? So let's go read the word they have in here. They have Yahweh, which is Y-A-H-W-E. It says, the covenant, G-O-D of Israel, Y-H-W-H, in the original Hebrew, according to Jewish custom, because of reverence of, because of reverence, the divine name was not to be spoken. So the Hebrew words for L-O-I-D, Lord, and G-O-D were substituted. Whenever the words L-O-I-D and G-O-D appear in large and small capital letters, the original Hebrew reads Y-H-W-H. Once again, reading on page 32, it says Y-H-W-E-H. We'll deal with the vowel system. If I pull my paperwork out, find out what time those vowels came into play as well. See if I have that on standby, but maybe we'll come back to that a little later on. It says, Y-H-W-H, the covenant, G-O-D of Israel. Y-H-W-H, in the original Hebrew, according to Jewish custom, because of reverence, the divine name was not to be spoken. So the Hebrew words for L-O-R-D and G-O-D were Substituted, whenever the words L-O-R-D and G-O-D appear in large and small capital letters, the original Hebrew reads Y-H-W-H. So uh, picking up about, we know that the name was substituted, and also that anytime we see the name uh, G-O-D and L-O-R-D, we know it was taken up out of the Bible uh, and substituted. So we're going to read something about the more historical facts about YHWH. The most common name is YHWH. One thing that is clear is that the name is not the Lord, L-O-R-D. This title is substituted for the name almost 7,000 times in most English translations of the Hebrew Scriptures. In other words, YHWH is removed 7,000 times, and the LORD, Lord, is added 7,000 times. This manipulation, once again, this manipulation, no matter how well tended, hides the clear desire of YHWH for people to call on his name. Once again, I'm going to read that for a second time about YHWH, the cervical facts read. One thing that is clear is the name is not L-O-R-D. This title is substituted for the name almost 7,000 times in most English translations of the Hebrew Scripture. In other words, YHWH is removed 7,000 times in the L-O-R-D thousand times 
this manipulation, this manipulation, no matter how well tended, hides, hides the clear desire of Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, for people to call on his name. All right. Over to you, says Real of C. Roy. Travel, y'all die too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was excellent, young line. That's what it's all about there, Brother Kim. You've got to know his true name, but we've been, we don't understand. And that's why we're doing this series. We got to reveal, well, why don't we know his true name?
exactly what's, what's going on. I need I need to know something. Well, see, Brother Tim, all you have to do now is just grab that and listen and take notes. And remember, the young lion will be getting in contact with you and see what it, what what did you hear, and he'll uh, uh, sound you, help you out. Spirit, right? You can be out, no doubt about it. All right, AL, let's get up to um, let's go to Luke chapter 12, Elder, and let's see what that's all about for the ninth episode of uh, Take Number 27. Uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 12. What's going on with that verse, AL? Okay. Get into the book of Luke. Chapter 12. I'm reading verse number 12. And it says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you want to say. As long as the righteous spirit to the top. That's, and that's the game changer. Once you got the right to spirit, and but you'll know when you you have the right to spirit because you are um you'll be very hungry to understand. The time is wrong, but I can't put my finger on it. But we gonna put our finger on it. What's wrong in this series called revealing the number of the beast six six six. What that really mean? And final position. But the young lion made a statement earlier. He said, I'm telling you a third time. Now, he said something. He said something about the third time. And I want to examine what he just said. I take a note. When he said, I'm, I'm telling you the third time. So, we'll take a note on that. So now, hey, yo, Mr. Tim, we're going to open up by. Very important, he said the third time. So before we get to the third time, I want to know something, Elder. What can we read in the book called Luke chapter 4, verse 16, uh, and then go right over to 18, verse 4, or the book of the book called Acts, verse 4. Hey, Elder, look what can we read? We got to focus in on on Brother Tim just for a minute, cause he got a good spirit. So it's something he needs to need to hear right off the bat. And what he's here according to Luke four verse sixteen and eighteen verse four of the book of Acts. Elder, you see if you're the clock come out. Okay, I think you said the book of Luke chapter four sixteen. Yeah, four verse sixteen. Okay, in the book of Luke, chapter 4, reading verse number 16, it says, And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue, temple, on the Sabbath day, and stood up for to read. So what we just found out that the one we call... Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, proper name is YHWH the Son. When he went to worship, he went to worship on the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day, he going to worship on the Sabbath day. And that's sundown Friday, 
that's run down there, and we got two classes on the same time. But they said, well, well, we are from a Paul's teacher now. After the song went to heaven, we, we, we have to follow Paul now. Okay, good. Let's see what Paul did in 18, verse 4. Hey, what did Paul do in Acts 18, verse 4? Okay, we're going to follow Paul. Let's see what Paul did in 18, verse 4 of the book of Acts. In the book of Acts, chapter 18, reading verse number 4, what it says, And he reasons in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. So he reasoned in the temple every Sabbath. So, so, so Paul worshiped every Sabbath. So that's the day he kept off, Brother Tim. Every Sabbath day, Paul made it, made it his business to get to a temple site to hear some words of Yahweh, but he was a teacher. So he had to make sure he was bright eye and bushy tail to get to them temples and make sure he teach some dust says Y-H-W-H every Sabbath day. So Paul kept the Sabbath day every Sabbath day. And the sun kept the Sabbath day in the temple every Sabbath day. So you see, that's how it goes. So now, now, um, Sister Sarah, in the 23rd, now, now, what is the reason they kept the Sabbath day? Let's find out from Sister Sarah in the vision 23, verse 1, 2, and 3. Let's find out in the business to Sarah. Why did they keep the Sabbath day? What was they read to make sure they business was to keep the Sabbath day, sundown Friday to sundown Saturday? What was they read to make sure they were clear about keeping the Sabbath day? Two and three? One, two, and three. What's that for Sarah? All right. We read in Leviticus 23. Verse 1 reads, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 2, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feast of the Yahweh, which we shall proclaim to be holy convocations, even these are my feasts. Verse 3, Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest and holy convocations. You shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Yahweh in all your dwellings. He said, in all your dwellings, I don't care where you at, you keep the Friday night, the Saturday night for worship. So in the, in 24, Sister Sarah, verse number 1 and 8, let's see who, who, who was he talking in to keep the Sabbath day in all of your places where you live. And we got six locations, so you call for details and see where you have to send them out. Two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. Now we still talking to Moses in the twenty fourth chapter, verse one and verse eight. What do you say in one and eight there? Book of Leviticus. Chapter 24, verses 1 reads, 
And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 8, Every Sabbath he shall set it in order before the Yahweh continually, being taken from the children of Israel by the everlasting covenant. So every Sabbath day, you're supposed to spring forth your life from the Sabbath day. Every Sabbath day. That's what you're supposed to do. So now, um, if that's the case, every Sabbath day, so Brother Tim, every Sabbath day, you're supposed to spring forth your life from the Sabbath day. Now, uh, daughter of Yahweh, in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, 2, 28, 28 down to verse 39, we want to check something out. Let's see, could anybody get you away from the order of things by going to Romans chapter 8, verse 1, 2, 28 to 39, daughter of Yahweh, you on the clock, come on. Okay, uh, Romans chapter 8, 1, 2, then skip down to 28 to 39, Daughter Yahweh, and hammer homes with the best of them and come up. Romans chapter 8, verse 1, 2, 28 through 39, read. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Yahweh, the son of Yahweh, the father, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Yahweh, the son of Yahweh, the father, have made me free from the law of sin and death. Verse 3. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. Oh, I'm going to get down to verse 28 and see if Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Verse 28 to 39. Oh, my face. Okay, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love Yahweh, to them who are that call according. To them who are the called according to his purpose. Verse 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. In whom he called them, he also justified. In whom he justified them, he also glorified. Verse 31. What shall we then say to these things? If Yahweh be for us, who can be against us? Verse 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us, for us all, nor how shall how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Verse 33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of Yahweh's elect? It is Yahweh that justifies. Mm-hmm. Verse 34. Who is he that condemns? It is 
the Yahweh, the son of Yahweh, the father that died. Yeah, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of Yahweh, the father, who also make it intercession for us. Verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Yahweh? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Verse 36, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Verse 37, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. 38, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angel, ministering spirit, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Verse 39, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of Yahweh the Father, which is in Yahweh his son, our Yahweh. So so you won't let nothing interfere from you doing his will. Now, um, precept that to... 1022 there, daughter, of Hebrews, get a precept on that, 1022. So you got to keep your, the love of him, and we'll find out what else he's saying by going to Hebrews 1022, and we'll take it straight on down to verse number 31, then we'll pick it back up at 35 to 39 there, daughter of Yahweh. Hebrews 10, 22 to 31, then swing down to 35 through 39 on by. Don't let nobody separate you from the love of your mighty one by not keeping his righteous day and his feast day. Come on, that daughter, come on. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22, 31, and 35 through 39. Hold on, daughter. Take uh, it down from 22 straight down to 31, then skip down to 35 through 39. Take your time there, daughter. Come on. Okay. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22 through 31 reads, Let us draw near with a true mind in full assurance of faith having our minds sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Verse 23, let us hold fast session of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Verse 24, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. 
verse 26. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. Okay. Go ahead. Verse 27. Verse 27. Go ahead. Take, take your time there, daughter. About, let me get in for a minute. So even you know, listen, uh-huh. Brother Tim, once you know the knowledge of the truth, then you willfully say, well, yeah, I know the Sabbath day is sundown, Friday, sundown, Saturday. I know I'm supposed to make sure I'm bumping shoulders with one of them congregations. I know it, I know it. Now, once you confess out your mouth, you know it. That's when he starts zeroing in on it. Because then you willfully ignoring what he got written in that Bible. Now, once you know it, Brother Jim, that's when you're supposed to step up to the plate and, and get some giddy up about it. Come on, that daughter, read a little bit more. Romans chapter 10, verse 27. But a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversary. Verse, verse 28. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Verse 29. Of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy who have trodden under the foot the son of Yahweh the Father, and have counted the blood of the covenant, wherewith he was sanctified and unright an unrighteous thing, and have done despite unto the Spirit of grace. Verse thirty. For we know him that have said, Vengeance belongeth unto me. I will recompense recompense said Yahweh. And again, the Yahweh shall judge his people. Verse 31. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living Yahweh. <laughs> Verse 35. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. Verse 36. For ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of Yahweh, you might receive the promise. Verse 37. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. <laughs> Verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Verse 39. But we are not of them who draw back into perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Well, look, read verse 25 and 39 again. Um, those, I, I think you'll hit some because that word is going to come back in this broadcast a little bit late. I don't need to know that. Uh, verse 25 and 39. So, what's it about? Hebrews well, hold, hold on a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, dog. Oh, see, he's a great note taker. And uh, he heard something mm-hmm. in that verse 25 and 39. 
So, mm-hmm. so, it, so to bring that back up again, so what it says in verse 25, daughter, and 39? Take your time there, daughter. You want something? Come on. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And have so much the more as you see the day approaching. Verse 39. Verse 39. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Mm-hmm. So we're not the one to draw back. We know Yahweh's business is very sacred. And his business is telling the people called the children of Israel, the 12 tribes, that today they call African-American Negro in color and supercolor. You telling them, listen. You gotta, you got to lead by example. And so now, hey, uh, uh, Mother E, help those three out, Mother, because in First Thessalonians chapter 5, Mother, it's a statement that's written, and that's why we have to lead by example. And when those, like Brother Tim saying, I want to know more about what's going on here. Yeah, I need to know something. My spirit is full of me to hear something. Well, so Tim, we're going to give you something to hear. But what we're going to give you is what the Bible tells us to do. And first, testing on your mother, E, can you help those say out in, in chapter 5? And we're going to look at verse 1, 2, 3, then 20 to 21, 2 and 2. You're going to first Thessalonians chapter five, mother mother Eve. Mm-hmm. Fifth chapter one, two, three. And we'll skip down to twenty nine to verse twenty three. Let's see if that's it, Mom. First Thessalonians chapter five, verses one, two, three, twenty to twenty three. Uh-huh. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse one. But of the time and the season. Brothers, you have need that I write unto you. Verse 2. For you yourself know perfect that the day of Yahweh so cometh as a thief in the night. Verse 3. For when they shall say peace and safety, then suddenly destruction cometh upon them. Uh, prevail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Verses 20. Despise not prophesying. 21. Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Verse 22. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Verse 23, and the very Yahweh of peace, sanctify you, holy. And I pray, and I pray 
Yahweh, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Yahweh, the Son. Mm-hmm. Now, Mother, in, in the book of Exodus, Mother, I want to get a case in point of something, Mother. Mm-hmm. He says, abstain from all appearance of evil. That means you have to always make sure you abstain from all appearance of evil. I like that, Mother Z. We, we hear you all over the international. We, we know you're coming up real soon. I ain't forgotten. We're going to be coming up real soon there, Mother Z, with your commentary to this national order. We hear you real plain. I can't see nothing. I'm blanked out. Now, hey, Mother E, now, in the 32nd chapter, Mother E, I'm going to look at something in Exodus 32. Um, 32. I want to look at something. What do it say in 32, verse number 13? In the book of Exodus, Mother E, in 32, verse 13, can you help those see out? 32, verse 13. What does verse 13 say? The book of Exodus, chapter 32, verse 13. Verse 13, remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servant, to whom thus swear by thy own self, and said unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto you, your seed. Unto you, your seed, and they shall inherit it forever. Uh huh. So he was telling Moses all the promise that the children of the book got, the children of Israel, the one you call African American Negro and Jews and Greeks and all that kind of stuff. He let them know. Listen. You tell them, Moses, if they do right, all this good stuff they got coming, if they do right. I got a land for them. They won't be called by all these bowers and proverbs, and they won't be scattered like the ears right now, not only in every nation but the sun. They won't be scattered in the mind by not knowing what to be doing and what his true name is and who you really are. You be knowing all these things. That's if you do right. So the Almighty was telling some good stuff, but then the Almighty already knew these people called the children of Israel, one you call African American and Negro today. He knew some about them in verse fourteen. Hey, mother, what's going on in verse fourteen, there, mother? E? Verse fourteen. Um. Exodus chapter 32, verse 14. And the Yahweh repented of, of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. 
He said he said he repented for the evil he reduced. Evidently he was looking at something like he was telling Moses. He was looking at his book, really what he called it here from the beginning. So while he was telling Moses all the good stuff that the children of Israel got to do, and if they do it, I'm with them. And the children of Israel, they got many things on their mind until doing what he got written in this Bible. See, once you know that you are a bloodline Israelite and you prove it, you got to set a standard, not for yourself, not for yourself, but for others to come. Now, Moses was talking to the Almighty, and the, the Almighty changed his temperament on him. And what happened in verse 21, Moses? Can you read 21 and tell me what happened in 21? Exodus chapter uh, 32, verse 21. And Moses said unto Aaron, What did this people? What did this people whom thee that thou hast brought so great a sin upon them? Okay. He said, uh, he said, Moses, he said, Moses said to Aaron, Amen, what did these people do to make you call such a much sin on these people? That's why leadership got to know what this Bible talking about. You got to leave by example. He said, what did happen? What made, why did these people, soon as I turn my back, Aaron, <laughs> what did the people do to you to call such a great sin on, on these people? So now, mother, what is the biblical definition of sin in First John chapter three, three, and verse four? Then skip down to eight, verse ten. He says, "What caused these people to sin against the mighty one?" And you know what the man I'm told us to do in the nineteenth chapter, and you agreed to keep his Sabbath days. You agreed to wear your fringes. You would, you would, you agreed to keep them uh, special days of Leviticus 23. He said, Moses said to Aaron, what did the people do to do such a great sin? So what is the biblical definition of sin there, Mother? Can you help those see out in First uh, John 3, 3, and 4, and skip down to 8, down to verse 10? First John, chapter, yes, right side of book chapter three, chapter three, three, four, eight dollar verse ten. Take the time now, Moses. First John, chapter three, verse three to four, and eight to ten. Verse three, and every man that has this hope in him, purify himself, even as he is through. Destroy the works 
of the devil. Verse 9. Whosoever, whosoever is born of Yahweh do not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of Yahweh. Verse 10. In this, the children of Yahweh are manifested, and the children of the devil, whosoever does not righteous, is not of Yahweh, neither he that love not his brother. Mm-hmm. So, mother, run to Romans chapter 6, mother. And we're going to look at verse 16, 17, and 23. We're going to Romans chapter 6, verse 16, 17, and 23. We're going to Romans chapter 6, verse mm-hmm. 16, 17, and 23. So, so, so if we continue doing this sin, what is the bottom line to this sin we keep doing? If we keep on all this sin against them, knowing that we now got a, another spirit over our head, if we continue to sin, mother, what is the end price that we're going to pay Let's look at Romans chapter 6, verse 16, 17, and 23. What is that, mother? Romans chapter 6, verse 16, 17, and 23. Mm-hmm. Know ye not that, that to whom ye yield yourself, to whom you yield your servant, servant, obey your servant, we are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. 17. But Yahweh be thankful that ye were discerned of sin, but ye have obeyed from, from the mind, from the mind that from form of doctrine which was delivered to you. Verse 23. Okay. Verse 23. But the wages of sin is death, but the gift of Yahweh is eternal life through Yahweh the Son, our Yahweh. So, um, so, Mother, we clear, and we keep on sinning against this man, that means breaking all the rules, the laws that he got in his book. When it's all said done, what is, what is the end of the rainbow for us that we continue to just pay this man no never mind? According to verse 23, Mother, what is the price we're going to pay? See, he don't let you hear his word, hey, but Tim. Let you hear the word. But we want to know how long are you going to keep on, like they said, rolling the music of terror before you understand there's a price if you continue to sin against him. And the biblical definition of sin is not keeping his law. That means not keeping the Sabbath day. 
not keeping the feast day, not wearing the fringes. You don't know his name. But when they come to you to know all these things, he said, now, if you continue down that road, the price you're going to pay, hey, Marie, what's the price that is going to be paid according to verse 23? Can you have to see out? What, what is the bottom line to this moment? Verse 23 again, come on. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of Yahweh uh-huh. is eternal life. To Yahweh so the Son. Yahweh. So, Mother, the price to pay if we continue to keep not knowing when he tell you that you agreed on, what is the price again we're going to pay, Mother, when it's all said and done? The wages of sin is death. The price you're going to pay is death. That's just the way it is. So it's no accident, Brother Tim, and uh, according to on the international side, those 900,000 strong international side, that you keep on sinning against this mighty one, not keeping his Sabbath days, his feast days, not knowing his name, not knowing your responsibility we're supposed to do, is that you're going to run into death at the end of the rainbow. So there it is. So now, uh, young man, Brother Micaiah. So now you made some profound statements earlier, Brother Micaiah, about it's the third time coming to you. You told him three times there. But I want to find out something along the way of find out something there, young man. I want to, I want to investigate that a little bit, what you just got to saying. I take notes. I'm a great note taker. I believe I'm a, I'm a better next note taker. Yeah, I love to take the notes. And I was talking to the elder earlier. He was talking about um, the special guesses. is just about getting ready to crank back up and, and come to the temple site. So I said, well, you know, elder, I'm a, I'm a great note taker. I love to take notes. And I know I know when you're on something and when you ain't on nothing. You know, I can tell. So now, um, young lion, I want to go back and examine some things. I want to go back and look at Revelation chapter 13. This is end time prophecy. See, whatever you get past 117 through 19 and 01, this is John on the Isle of Patmos. He is writing about the future. He, he was put in the penitentiary. They had him locked down in exile. Then the angel came to John to help him out to do a little right. He said, John, now you know you're in prison, John. You're in prison, and the time you're in prison is 96 AD. But I was sent to tell you about what's going to happen to your bloodline people in the latter days. So you mark well. You mark well, John. And we're going to see what 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 did he write to tell John to mark well. You know, line. We're going to Revelation 14, 8 down to verse 10. Let's see what was John to write and to mark well about. Revelation 14, 8 down to verse 10. 
Brother Micaiah, one of them up-and-coming teachers out of Camp Warren, come out. All right, we're going over to the book of Revelation, chapter 14. We're going to pick it up, verse 8, down to verse number 10. We're going to read the book of Revelation, chapter 14, verse 8, down to verse number 10. Verse 8, and it reads, And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen. It's fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Verse number 9. And the third angel, Followed them. Well, hold on a minute. Well, hold on a minute, young lion. Read that verse again. Take your time and read that verse again. You said, what happened again? What you say about right. John, right? In the, hold on a young lion. This, yeah, I know you got a lot of bouncing out. Let's go see and get his thoughts out real quick. Now, you just said that, uh, I lost my thoughts there. You, 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 you jumped in on those fears before you took a good deep breath. So now, so we find out that, read that verse again there, young lion, and let's go see a pause, and then let's go see a get his, get his thoughts in, because he, he might be on something. Start again there, young lion. All right, we're coming back to Revelation chapter 14, picking up at verse number 8, verse 8, and it reads, And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Mm-hmm. Right there. Right there. She made all nations drink of uh, uh, that's precept that the 2-11 of Michael. And what is this wine that all the nations are drunk? I mean, at one point in time, a whole bunch of us had drunk from that wine. But I was getting sober now. Bible don't support none of that. 
that that was going to happen to you. And you, and you know what they're going to do? Let me say what they're going to do with the corn of that one. I heard your mother, mother, uh, uh, me, I heard you playing this. But in this case, we're talking about them shepherds and them bishops and them pastors, you know, that lead you astray. So now, uh, Rebecca talks about not only will they give you that bad teaching and get you spiritually drunk, they'll do something else with you in Rebecca 2, 15 and 16, that young line. Hey, young line, they'll do something else with you when they when they got you full of that uh, Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, and the wrong day Sunday. They'll do something else uh, to you that we can read by another theory called Rebecca chapter 2, verse 15 and 16. What is that, young line? Come on. All right. We're going to the book of Habakkuk, let's see. Chapter 2, verse 15 and verse number 16. So the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 15, verse 16, verse 15 reads, Woe unto him that giveth his neighbor drink, that put your bottle to him, and make him drunken also that you may look on their nakedness. Verse 16. You are filled with shame for glory. Drink you also, and let your foreskin be uncovered. The cup of the Yahweh's right hand shall be turned unto you, and shameful spruing shall be on the on your glory. Hey, that's not you know, you go ahead and continue to beat these folks down. I mean, until they run to the six anointed camp of our boys over two Israelites. You say you get them drunk and then you look on their neck. And guess what? When you and when you do that, look on their neck. He ain't talking about taking off your clothes. See, the Bible have a double meaning. You look upon your nakedness when you time to keep it Sabbath day. You find something else to do. When it's time to keep his feast day, you find something else to do. When it's time to get in when you where you fit in at, you find something else to do. That's the negative he calls you to be upon. Now run back to um Exodus chapter thirty two there, young line. And coming back to Exodus thirty two, I wanna look at verse twenty five. I wanna look at verse thirty. And 33 down to verse 35. See, once this man keeps you naked, he ain't come out you not having on your garment and your presence. He's talking about naked in the mind. Where you could remember, if you confuse on what day he tell you to worship on, then the one that you come in contact with, especially if you got a better ass and a family, they ain't going to be confused. That's why it's so important to understand that we got to step tall in his word, not only for ourselves that come in contact with us. So let's see what we can read in Exodus 32. Brother Micaiah, we're going to look at verse 25, 30. 30. 33 down verse 35. Yes, sir. Take your time and help those see out. Let's see what we can get out of this. Come on. All right. We're going over to the book of Exodus, chapter 32, 
We're going to read verse 25, 30, 33 down to verse 35. We're going to the book of Exodus, chapter 32, verse 25, and it reads, And when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron the seer had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies. Verse number 30. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said unto the people, You have sinned a great sin, and now I will go up unto the YHWH, Yahweh, for adventure. I shall make an atonement for your sin. Verse 33. And the YHWH Yahweh said unto Moses, Whosoever hath sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. 34. Therefore now go, lead the people unto the place of which I have spoken unto you. Behold, my angels shall go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. 35. And the Yahweh plagued the people because they made the calf which Aaron the seer made. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what he said again in verse 33, listen good. Uh, Brother Tim, this is good what he said in, in verse number 33. This is what the Almighty telling old Moses to tell Aaron. What do you say? All right, going back to the book of Exodus, chapter 2, we will pick it up at verse number 33. The book of Exodus, chapter 2, verse 33, and it reads, And the Yahweh said to Moses, Whosoever hath sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. You see that? So you so it, it, it so you can't get it from your better ass. You can't get it from nobody. If they ain't gonna keep the Sabbath days and feast days and dust days, job, well, ain't nothing you can do about it. Is one that sin against me, that's the one I'm gonna get. That's simple as that. I'm getting the one that sin against me. Mm-hmm. Now you won't get in the way of what I'm going to do to them, I get you too. Is I'm getting the one that sinned against me. Let's precept that to Ezekiel 14 down to verse 20 there. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 14 down to verse 20. So listen, when it comes down to your father's business, you can't get it for nobody else. Yes, sir. You get it for yourself. So you try to do you you on a trial basis of this reason. What you gonna do when you on the clock? Yahweh tell you what to do and what not to do, and he's gonna always take you wherever you love the most. See what you gonna do? But remember. What is AL? Remember, remember what it says. AL, Mr. Chair, let's get a precept on that real quick. Let's go on and look at the book of Joshua 24. Let's see what kind of decision you folks can make when it comes down to Yahweh's business. You know, I come from a large family, but when it comes down to Yahweh's business, Oh, all I can do is save myself. I can, mm-hmm. All I can do is save myself. So 
I'm gonna make sure I do what this man gives me to do. Huh? That's why in case you're praying to make sure that you are tell me uh um daughter of Yahweh. Help me help me out there, daughter Yahweh in Luke one verse six. Can you have say out daughter Yahweh in Luke one verse six? And go right over to Second Corinthians six, fourteen through eighteen there. Daughter of Yahweh. What what did it tell us that we both make sure we clear about in Luke one verse six? What is that, daughter? Hold on, Luke chapter. Chapter one verse six. What is that, daughter of Yahweh? Then go right over to Second Corinthians six fourteen down to verse eighteen. What is that okay. okay, you say Luke chapter one verse six. Yeah. Then go right to second Corinthians chapter six, fourteen down to verse eighteen. What is that? Luke one verse six. And they were both righteous before Yahweh, walking in all the commandments and ordinance of the Yahweh blameless. <laughs> See, you, so you gotta sell the hands, that brother Tim. You both got to do the same thing because you can't, you can't get it. You can't. All you can do is lead by example. So if if she tries to drop a drag her feet, ain't nothing you can do about it anyway. You only get it for yourself anyway. Uh, so she your better hand. Or uh, you know, you only get it for yourself. So you gotta keep that in your mind. It's no argument. When it comes out doing the Almighty's business, I'm the first one in line. Because I only can lead by example, but I only can get it for myself. That's why we got to be known what to keep our offspring to come all relationships. So now daughter get ready to read six fourteen dollars verse eighteen in second Corinthians and put and, and put a more audio on that board and come out. Second Corinthians chapter six verse fourteen through eighteen. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? Verse fifteen. And what concord have Yahweh with Belial? Or what part have he that believed when an infidel? Verse 16. And what agreement have the temple of Yahweh with idols? For ye are the temple of the living Yahweh, as Yahweh has said. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their Yahweh, and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, says Yahweh, and touch not the unclean things. And I will receive you. Verse 18. Yeah. And we'll right. be father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, said Yahweh Almighty. And, and that's why it's so important for us to understand in relationship now. Brother Tim, we have to understand what relationship is all about. And that's why we have to make sure we clear out and help our offspring. And time to come. Now, El, so now 
Joshua, looking at chapter 24, reading verse number 19. 19 says, And Joshua said unto the people, You cannot serve the Yahweh, for he is a righteous Yahweh. He is a jealous Yahweh. He will not forgive your transgressions, nor your sins. If you forsake the Yahweh and serve strange Yahweh's, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you after that he had done you good. After that, he had done you good. Yeah, man, man. He's looking after now, been I'm straightening you up, I'm cleaning you up, got the dead and tall, skinning and grinning, and you mess around and, and, and forget and start dragging your feet, just as he done you good, you turn right around and put that right backhand lip on you. Wrap it right in the mouth. After he got you on your feet, you know what time it is, all of a sudden you start dragging your feet, then you wonder why, oh, why did this happen to me? Okay, because you know you're dragging your feet. You know you're going to speak in time first when you find out you know what's going on. But then, uh, Joshua says, talking to the people, what he said was 21 and 22, else. 21 and 22, what he say? 21. And the people said unto Joshua, Yea, but we will serve the Yahweh. 22. Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witness against yourselves that you have chosen you, the Yahweh, to serve him. And they said, we are witness. Well, I'm missing missing the verse there. I'm missing what what he said about, um, I'm missing something. What he said, but but ask for me. I'm missing the verse. So y'all lying, you have to see how. I'm missing the verse when he says, um, he looked at, um, the people's eyeball to eyeball. But it, they made their statement. But then mm. he said, so what not, young lives? Verse, verse 15. Okay. Back up here to verse 16. The young lives, they, 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 they don't see it. You left out verse 16. What is that in verse 15? 15. 15. One, five. 16 and 16. This thing is young line. Look at it. He roared real good now. He said, look, old oh, see, you left out 15 and 16. Hey, what is that in verse 15 and 16? 15 says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Yahweh, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether that 
Saquon, which your father served, that were on the other side of the flood, or Yahweh among the Amorites, in whom land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Yahweh. 16. And the people answered, and the people answered and said, Yahweh forbid that we should forsake the Yahweh to serve of the Yahweh.
You can't deliver nobody but yourself by your right. And that's why you got to make sure your election sure about who you're dealing with. Because there ain't no argument. You got you to do Yahweh's will. If you get the blessing called eternal life, you you know what his will is. You know what this man's saying. And if this man tell you this is the way to go, he make it plain in um, your line. He makes it plain in the book of Isaiah. Uh, 49 there, young lion. He, he says something that we need to read. He makes it plain in Isaiah, young lion. He talked about something in Isaiah 49, 19, down verse 23 somewhere. He talked about something on what we got to remember something. In Isaiah 49, there, young lion. We want to look at Isaiah 49, and we want to pick it up in Tony says, but this ain't particularly what I want, but it's close enough. But Isaiah 49, can we read and, and show you how close he is to you? 14 down to verse 16. 14 down to verse 16, Eric. I'm going to show you how close this man is to you, children of Israel. 14 to 16. 49, 14 to 16, what does it say? All right, we're going over to the book of Isaiah to see. We want to read chapter 49, verse 14 down to verse 16. We're going to read the book of Isaiah to see. Chapter 49. We're going to read verse 14, 15, and verse 16. Verse 14 reads, But Yadah Judah said, The YHWH Yahweh has forsaken me, and my Yahweh has forgotten me. Verse 15. Can a woman forget her suckling child, and she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yet they may forget, yet will I not forget you. Verse 16. Behold, I have graven you upon the palms of my hand. Your walls are continually before me. He said, he said, hey, Tim, what do you say? He said, look, look here. He said, I've got, I got you, the children of Israel, in my big old black hand. He said, I'm watching you every move you make. Because you are the seed that says to me, whatever I say, you will do. So I got y'all in my big black hand. Yes, big black hand. And he made it plain. He told, he done some dramatics in the 18th chapter there, young line. He done a little dramatic about his big black hand. In the 18th chapter, he told Jeremiah to go do something. Pick it up verse 1, and we'll read down until we get our point. Let's see what he says about the children of Israel in his big old black hand. The 18th chapter, pick up verse 1, come on. Of Jeremiah. We're going over to the book of Jeremiah the fifth. We want to read Jeremiah chapter 18, and we're going to begin at verse number 1. 
We're going to read the book of Jeremiah, the seer, chapter 18. We're going to start at verse number one, verse one, and it reads, the word which came to Jeremiah, the seer, from the YHWH, Yahweh, saying, verse two, arise and go down to the potter's house, and there will I call you to hear my words. Verse three, then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. Verse 4. And the vessels that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel and seemed good to the potter to make it. Verse 5. Then the word of the wise W.H. Yahweh came to me saying, verse 6. O family of Israel, can I do with you as this potter? That's the YHWH, Yahweh. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O family of Israel. Excellent. anymore, but your eyes shall see your teachers. 
Verse 21. And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Walk you in. This is the way. Walk you in. When you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. Verse 22. You shall defile also the covering the covering of your graving of your molten images of gold. You should cast them away as a menstruous cloth. You shall say unto it, get you there. Verse 23. Then shall you give the rain of your seed, that you shall sow the ground with all, the bread of the increase of the earth, and it shall be fat and plenteous. And that day, to your cattle feed in the large pasture. You know what I'm saying? He said, why don't you get all that old paganism out your head? You get all that old who shot John away from you. And understand that his word is very up top. Get all that who shot John about you. You understand what the man's saying? You understand what he wants you to do? You you in business with him? He said, yeah, I'm going to kick in. Oh, why you say it again? Once you get an order, I'm coming in. That's all he's waiting on. The land's before you. North, east, south, west. It's blank. Everywhere. It's going to go up. Everywhere. Everywhere. But you got to be in order. He said, I'm waiting on you to get in order. I know you want you, you want big garden. You want land, school, bank, with all radio stations. I know that. But I'm in the blessing business. But I want to see you take care of my verse 23. 323. We ain't going to read it again. He said, get in order first. Get in order. I'm with you. Now, um, Sister Sarah, in end time prophecy, Sister Sarah, in the 13th chapter, can you help those see out in the 13th chapter, verse number 15 down to verse 18? We're going to go back to the end time prophecy, Sister Sarah. We're going to Revelation 13, 15 down to verse 18. Now, get in that microphone and, and uh, deliver your part in Revelation End Time Prophecy 15 down to verse 18. What does it say? Sister Sarah? Revelation 13? 15 down to verse 18. What does it say in End Time Prophecy, Sister Sarah? On to the book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse 15 reads. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak, and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Verse 16. And he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Verse 17. And that no man might buy or sell, he that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Verse 18. Here is wisdom. Let him have understanding. Count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. Mm. That's a big talk. Read verse 18 again. Uh, take the time, that daughter. You all know but but take your time and read that. Let, let me really hear what you just got through reading. 
because he, he gave a, a trio in something. And I want to log down what he just said in 1318. What he said in 1318 again now. Sister Sarah is right. come out. Verse 18 reads, Here is wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. That's a big job. But you say you got to have what again? All the way you want that is you got to have wisdom. <laughs> that what he say. The whole way you want that is Sarah. Sarah said you got to have wisdom. Well, wait, wait a minute. How do, how do we get this wisdom? Let's run to Sarah chapter 19, verse 19. The only, only way you can understand the number of this beast is 666. You got to have wisdom. So how do we get this wisdom, Sister Sarah? So right, chapter 19, verse 19, come on. All right, we're going to the book of Sirach, chapter 19, verse 19. Book of Sirach. Chapter 19, verse 19, read. All right. Chapter verse 19. The knowledge of the commandments of the Yahweh is the doctrine of life. And they that do things that please him shall receive the fruit of the tree of immortality. Read that again, sister. Read it again. Verse 19 reads. The knowledge of the commandments of the Yahweh is the doctrine of life and they that do things that please him shall receive the fruit of the tree of immortality so all the way so let's go verse 20 and just to make it sound good but let me let me say something first Sarah. Sarah. he's all the way you understand the understand the wisdom of this 666 you're gonna have to have some wisdom and his wisdom is it's talking about you have to add a fear of your mighty one. And you have to do his law. Is that what he's saying? If you ain't doing his law and keep it and doing his will, you will never get this. We can tell you, although we're going to tell you something, but you got to examine yourself. Are you keeping the law? Are you doing Torah instruction? That's what the law means. Huh? Huh? You got to have all these attributes. To understand what Sister Sarah read in thirteen eighteen. Read verse twenty again and then come back to verse nineteen. Hey, Sister Sarah, read verse twenty, then bag back up to nineteen again. Come on. Verse twenty reads The fear of the Yahweh is all wisdom, and in all wisdom is the performance of the law. And the knowledge of the omnipotency. Yeah. So
twenty reads, The fear of the Yahweh is all wisdom, and in all wisdom is the performance of the law, and the knowledge of his omnipotency. There you kick in. Verse 19. Verse 19 reads, The knowledge of the commandments of the Yahweh is the teaching of life. And they that do things that please them shall receive the fruit of the tree of immortality. Well, you got to please him. You got to please your mighty one. Let's go to the right side of the book, Sister Sarah. And we're at First John three twenty two, on the right side of the book, way in the back of the book. It's First John three twenty two. Knock out the part there, Sister Sarah. First John chapter three, verse twenty two, in the back of the book. Come on. All right, we're going to the book of John, chapter three, First John. Chapter three, verse twenty two. What is still on that right side of the book? What is it say? All right, we're going to the book of First John, chapter three, verse twenty-two, and it reads, verse twenty-two, and whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. Yes, sir. That's what he's saying. He's not asking something. He said, you all you understand his dark sayings we're getting ready to read about? He said, first of all, how much of my law is you keeping? And you keeping my law, not ask me something. Because I'm going to have a seal laid right on out for you. Hey, hey Mother E, look down at David talking in 111 verse 10, Mother E. David doing some tall talking and one eleven verse ten there, Mother E. And what did David say when the Spirit told him to put something in right? What he said we can read, Mother Mother E, one eleven verse ten. The book of Psalms, chapter one eleven, verse ten. The fear of the Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments, his praise. And do this forever. So if you ain't keeping the law, it's going to get away from you anyway. We're going to drop it down on you. No doubt about it. We're going to drop it on you. But if you keep, unless you're keeping the law, you'll reach for it. I heard that, but God don't get away from you. You know what? David is born. I mean, Solomon's, uh, Solomon's uh, David's son picked up on what his father said in 9 verse 10. And what did he say, Mother? Hey, Mother E, what do you say we can read in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10? What do you say, Mother E? The book of Proverbs chapter 9. Okay. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. The fear of the Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the righteous is understanding. That's right. So, Mother, when we go to the angels still speaking to, and 119, verse 1, 2, 3, 4, 
What is saying? What is here we can read in Psalms one nineteen, one, two, three, four. And daughter of Yahweh, tell me verse twenty seven, ninety nine, one hundred and one oh four waiting on me. They're daughter of Yahweh. And Psalm one nineteen verse twenty seven have me ninety nine, one hundred and one oh four waiting on me. Come on down, Mother Eve. Okay, would you repeat them verses again? One, two, Psalms three. 119, 1, 2, 3, 4. Okay. The book of Psalms 119, 1, 2, 3, and 4. Well, verse 1 reads, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walketh in the law of the Yahweh. Verse 2. Blessed are they that keep his testimony and that seek him with the whole mind. Three, they also do no sin. They walk in his ways. Verse four, thus has commanded us to keep their precepts diligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a commandment to keep the precepts. I don't even know what a precept is. I know, because you're in a congregation of the dead. See, we in the congregation of the dead. Look at the WCC say. Where that verse at? See, congregation of the dead. Hey, Mother E, give me that in 23.16 for the WCC, World Council of Churches. They won't know about the congregation of the dead. See, they'll, they'll crank up every nine then. Give me uh, Proverbs 23.16. Let's see if we find how this congregation of the dead is talked about for the WCC, World Council of Church. What, what does it say that mother? The book of Proverbs, chapter 23, verse 16. Proverbs 23, verse 16. Verse 16 reads, Yea, my reign shall rejoice. Yea, my reign shall rejoice when they, oh, oh, when you oh, live. Oh. Hey, hold on. Let's look at Let's look at them again. Make that um, 2316. I'm all over the place right now. Let me out there now. We'll have to see out there now on that, what we just talked about.
the man that wanted out of the way of the understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. See the reason why we the reason why we keep Sunday, the Lord God and Jesus, because we have a congregation dead. Because we we ought to be clear with degrees on the wall there was no English until thought about it four forty nine AD. Uh, English became official language in thirteen eighty two. It was no such thing as no Jehovah, Jireh, Nisi, Lord God, and Jesus. They didn't even exist. Or the word Jew or Gentile. All these are new words after the Bible quote. But, but, but when you're in a congregation of the dead, you're not going to see it. Because the dead, the blind leads the blind, you both going to fall in the ditch. And what is that? 15, 14, and Matthew, you both going to fall in the ditch. So we got to understand that. So now, we're going back to, um, was anybody holding something funny? Was somebody holding something funny? Hey, daughter, was you, you hold that thing for me, daughter? Yeah, daughter, you're going to give me verse 27, 19, uh, Psalms 119, verse 27, 99, 100, and 104. Hey, hey daughter of Yahweh, come on now. Where's no daughter Yahweh? I can't see Brother that no way. What daughter Yahweh is? Brother Makai, go pick it up. Okay, good enough. One nineteen, verse twenty-seven, ninety-nine, one hundred and one hundred and four. Brother Makai, Israel, come on. All right, we're going to the book of one nineteen, verse twenty-seven. Verse 99, 100, and 104. Book of Psalms 119, verse 27, and it reads, Make me to understand the way of your precepts, so shall I talk of your wondrous works. Verse number 99. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. Verse 100. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts. Verse 104. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. So you're not doing a precept. If that preacher that's standing before you, if you're not precepting your Bible, going here a little bit and there, a little bit of yada or according to the Bible. So now next time you sit around that preacher and he, and he open that Bible up, and, he, and you see that preacher ain't precept in the Bible, you know, all the words that those theories will come back on you. And when you're not precepting your Bible, uh, according to 10 verse 1 of St. John, I mean, you got to become clean. If you're not going to precept your Bible, hey, you look at What is saying St. John 10 1? If, you don't wanna, if you're not going to precept your Bible, what do the Almighty look at you and what comes in his mind when you're not precepting your Bible and standing for the children of Israel. Hey, yo, look at Tim. What he call you in Tim verse 1? Come on. St. John, Tim 1. Hey, yo, look at Tim. What it says in St. John, Tim 1? 
if you ain't precepting your Bible. Pick that up there, Mother E. St. John chapter 10, verse 1. Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Wow. So, Mother, when we read, so when we go and read, Mother, when we read the Rock 39, could you, could you explain what this Bible is about? In the 39th chapter, we pick up verse 1, we read a little bit until we get out for it. In Zerah 39, verse 1, Mother Eve, let's read a little bit until we get out for it. Let's find out something on the way of finding out something. When it comes down to his Bible, Zerah picks up from somewhere, and what he says in 31, 1, and we'll keep reading until we get out for it. Come on. 39, verse 1, kick it off right there. The Rock, chapter 39, verse 1. Let me get there. The Rock, chapter 39, verse 1. Okay, so Rock, chapter 39, verse 1. But he that gives his mind to the law of the Most High and is occupied in the Meditation thereof will seek out the wisdom of all the ancients and be occupied in proper science. Verse 2 He will teach the saying of the renowned men and prayer. Parables are he will be there also. Verse three. He will seek out the secret of brazen sentence and be conversed in dark parables. Be converse parables.
and all the servants that had their head cut off. Now they were speaking secretly with dog things. They um set a precept that for those fear and Matthew 13, 13, 34, 35. Precept from that and Sister Sarah. What it say we can read in Matthew 13, 13, 34, and 35? What it say? <laughs> Matthew chapter 13, verse 13. It skipped down to 34 and 35, Sister Sarah. Okay, we go on to the book of Matthew, chapter 13, verse 13. And it reads, Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. Verse 34. All these things spake Yahweh the Son unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable, Spake he not unto them. Verse 35. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the elder, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. Okay. Verse 35. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the seer, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Uh, yeah, okay. We hear something. So now, if we hear something there, y'all, can, you, can we go back again and look what it says in Revelation chapter 13, verse 17, 18 now? We hear something there, y'all, I heard something. So in Revelation 13, verse 17, 18, yep, yep. Let's go see out there, young line, in Revelation 13, 17, and 18. What is that? All right, we're going to the book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse 17, and verse number 18. The book of Revelation, chapter 13. We're going to read verse 17 and verse 18. Verse 17, and it reads, And that no man might buy or save he that had the mark of the name of the beast. Of the number of his name. Verse 15. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score and six. His number is six, six, six. Let's come back to Daniel for a minute there, you know, line three, one. I'd like to join you and look at 3-1 because um, parallel to that, the number of the man, if this man got a number called 666, this man that he's talking about. And join you 3-1 there, young man. Help me out and join you 3-1. All right. We're going over there to the book of James. We're going to read chapter 3. We want verse number 1. Going to the book of Daniel, chapter 3, verse number 1. The book of Daniel is there. Chapter 3, verse number 1. And it reads, Nebuchadnezzar, the king made an image of gold, whose height was three score cubits, and the breadth thereof six cubits. 
He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar, the king, made an image of gold, whose height was three score cubits, the breadth thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dora, in the province of Babylon. Three score cubits and a breadth thereof six cubits. Three score is six. Twenty-four is six. So again, he done it three times. So he's so he doing something here. He's setting you up for those that got wisdom. Now back, come on back to Second Corinthians twelve, verse seventeen. So now he's talking. The only way you understand is you have to have wisdom of the law. So in Second Corinthians, there, young line. Let's look at verse 7 down to verse 9. 2 Corinthians 7, verse 7 down to verse 9 says what? All right, we're going over to read the book of 2 Corinthians. Listen, God, now. 2 Corinthians 7, verse 7 down to verse 9. The book of 2 Corinthians. Chapter 12, verse 7 down to verse number 9, verse 7, and it reads, And least I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the mess to buffet me. Least I should be exalted above measure. Verse 8, For this thing... I besought the YHWA thrice that it might depart from me. Verse number nine. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmity that the power of Yahweh the Son may rest upon me. Uh, what did verse 8 say? He said he, he sought Yahweh. How many times there in verse 8? What did he say he sought Yahweh? How many times? In verse 8. Verse number 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 reads, For this thing I besought the YHWH, Yahweh, three times that it might depart from me. It's three times it's serious. It's like when you really get somebody's attention, when you get them three times, you, 
He let you know this is another sign of, of straight up completion. What I put on you, that's it. He said, you had a thorn in the flesh, uh, Paul, and you sought me three times. Then I respond to you and say, listen, my grace, my mercy is sufficient for you. Don't ask me no more. That's it. He let you know when you got this tree on you, that lets you know it's a response come behind. Well, we get a case in point, young lines. We're going to 3 Samuel chapter 3. Remember one thing. This is double meaning. This is dark sand. And if you're not keeping the, the, the law of Torah and stuff, it's going to get away from you anyway. Third Samuel, chapter 3, throw out of verse 8. Listen to us. All right, we're going to first Samuel, we're on chapter three, and we want to read verse number eight. The book of first four, Samuel. Eight. Four out of verse eight. Verse four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. We're going to first Samuel, chapter three. We're going to read verse number four down to verse number eight. The book of first Samuel, chapter three, verse four down to eight, verse four, and it reads. That the YHWH Yahweh called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I, verse 5. And he ran into Eli and said, Here am I, for you called me. And he said, I called you not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. Verse 6. And the YHWH Yahweh called yet again Samuel. And Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here am I. For you did call me. And he answered, I call not my son. Lie down again. Verse 7. Now Samuel did not yet know the YHWH Yahweh. Neither was the word of the YHWH Yahweh yet revealed unto him. Verse number 8. And the YHWH Yahweh called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for you did call me. And Eli perceived that the YHWA, Yahweh, has called the child. So, so Eli knew there was serious business then. When that boy came back him that third time, he said, Whoa, I know what this means. This is big business here. See, when you, when you, when you told yeah. like you remember you your kids up. Hey, stop that plan over there. Stop that plan over there. But then you said the third time, stop that plan over there. They know then and there that third time, something coming behind it. It's a, you know, and, and most likely they ain't going to talk. It's twist time and stuff. So he let you know that this 666 man, very serious. He wants you to know. This is a sign of, this is, how can we say it? Uh, Molly, how can we say this? Let's see how it is. Do we, we want to just, let's go to, let's go to St. John 21, Molly. Molly, he was going to St. John 21, and he come in the flush. And watch what happened. 
after such a thing happened. 15-9, verse 17. See, we want to... We we want, to, we want to make you, we want to keep you where you're thinking real good when you see what Yahweh got written. And understand something. And the only way you understand this thing is some things you got to do. That's simple as that. They don't get away from you. 21, 15 out of verse 17, mother, what it say? The book of St. John, chapter 21, verse 21, 15, 15 to 17. Excellent, Moses. Twenty-one, verse fifteen to seventeen, verse fifteen. So when they had denied Yahweh, said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, love thou me more than thee? He said unto him, Yea, Yahweh, thus knoweth that I love thee. He said unto him. He said unto him, Feed my lamb. Mm-hmm. 16. He said to him again, the second time, Farmer, Farmer Jonah, lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yea, Yahweh, dost know it, that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. 17. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Yahweh, thou knowest all things, thou knowest that I love thee. Yahweh said unto him, see my sheep. Mm-hmm. So, when Yahweh looked at him the third time, because he already know, <laughs> well, please, you, you know all things, Yahweh. You know how I love you. <laughs> He's okay, Peter. Because he already know what Peter going to run into. He already know what Peter going to run into. Mm-hmm. He said, you're hard and heavy. Take care of my business, Peter. The third time, he looked at him still, but Peter Take care of my business. You the chief figure of the nation of Israel. Take care of my business, Peter. The third time. So now, so what he's saying, our oh, time will get away. Well, let's see if we bring Mosey in. Let Mosey come up. Mosey talk. I, 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 I got to say something behind what I'm hearing now. I got to get at this real good. So I tell you what we'll do. We'll bring Mosey in and one mother's out of care one, and, and she's going to dress this nice and only over 900,000 strong on the international side. And, and let's see exactly what Almighty put on her to tell this nice and only. Hey, Mother Z, y'all quite be there for you, right? Yahweh, bless and keep you, seal Israel, a royal seed. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweah. Now, now, we, now, we heard a lot of good stuff there, Mother, no doubt about it. But whatever the Almighty put on you to tell them, you take your time and, and do your part. Come out. Um, I'm going to read in uh, Proverbs um, chapter 4, and I'm going to start reading at verse 1. 
Hear ye, children, the instruction of a father, and attend to know and understand. Verse 2, for I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. Verse 3, for I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. Verse 4, he taught me also and said unto me, let thy mind retain my word, keep my Torah instruction, and live. Verse 5, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Verse 6, Forsake her not, forsake her not, and she shall preserve you. Love her, and she shall keep you. Verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thou getting, get understanding. I'm going to stop at verse 8. Exalt her, exalt her, and she shall promote you. She shall bring you to honor when when thou doest embrace her. Hallelujah. 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 Verse 24, you should guide me with your counsel 
and afterward receive me to glory. Mm-hmm. Three verse twenty again. What, what is it again? Take the time there, y'all. Are you? What is it? Seventy-three verse twenty again. Um, seventy-three verse twenty. Verse twenty reads: As a dream, when one awakes, so O Y A W H Yahweh, when you awake, you shall despise their image.
verse 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in the rottenness and in drunkenness and in chamber and in wanton, not in strife and envy. Verse 14. But put ye on the Yahweh and make no provision for the flood to fulfill the lust thereof. Let's try to come about that three. Hey, mother, until we get the first fast edition called Thursday evening, take the time and, and let this national and let them know some things they got to do. You on the clock, come on. Okay, thank you for praising Yahweh for the class, and thank you for praising Yahweh for the seers, the teachers, and thank you for praising Yahweh for the listeners. And we'll read one verse out of Romans 13, 1. Let every soul be subjected unto the higher power, for there is no power but of Yahweh. The powers that be are ordained of Yahweh. And Luke, uh, I'm saying, hold on to the listening order. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father 
on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute, young lad. I'm, I'm missing my hit now. And let me, um, I want to know uh, how close this thing is now. Uh, well, I'm missing my hit. Read verse 33. All right. Book of Matthew chapter 24, verse 33. So likewise, you, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the door. Yeah. As that close we are, uh, Sister B.S.J. Israel, it's even at the door, Sister B.S.J. Israel. Huh? So it's closing your fingers now. So, see, Yahweh got the first and last word. Yahweh, he'll let you know. My let me show you what Yahweh do before this. Let's go to the eleventh chapter. Let's show you. Let me show you the power of Yahweh real quick. And the eleventh chapter of Saint John, they're gonna give a couple more good hits in. And the eleventh chapter, you know, line Saint John eleven. Pick it up around by verse forty-one to forty-four. Now, read verse 40, make it sound good. St. John 11, verse 40 to 44. Y'all lying, come on. I'm going to the book of St. John, chapter 40. I mean, chapter 11, verse 40 down to verse 44. The book of St. John, chapter 11, verse 40 down to verse 44. Book of St. John, chapter 11, verse 40, and it reads, Yahweh the Son, death unto her, and I not unto you that if you would believe, you should see the honor, the greatness of Yahweh. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Yahweh the son lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. 42. And I knew that you hear me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that you have sent me. Verse 43. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Verse 44. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Yahweh the son said unto them, Loose him and let him go. Hallelujah. See, the doctors can say whatever they want to say, but the Almighty can, he got the first and the last word. That's simple as that. Yahweh got the first and last word. See, Yahweh can, you know, doctors can say all they want to say. But Yahweh got the first, and he got the last word. Oh, who gonna do what? That's what God said. Can't nothing, no type of illness, sickness that Yahweh still put you in that predicament, and he one can take you out of whatever he get rid. That's the game changer right there. You can be in bad shape, but one thing about it, if you know your Yahweh, he can straighten you up. When he get ready, you can be a sign for the time today. Now, let's go back to Job there, y'all line. Job chapter 5, 
verse 17 and 19. This is real good. Job chapter 5, verse 17 and 19. See, it's see what. We're going to the book of Job. We're going to read chapter 5. We're going to read verse 17 and verse number 19. The book of Job, it's the cause boy, chapter 5, verse 17 and verse number 19. Verse 17 reads, Behold, happy is the man whom Yahweh corrects. Therefore despise not you the testimony of the almighty Yahweh. Verse 19, he shall deliver you in six troubles. Yeah, in seven, there shall no evil touch you. He said he's going to deliver you out of them six troubles. Proverbs 16, 6 verse 16. So he said he's going to deliver you from the six troubles. He says he's going to deliver you from the six troubles. Keep that in your mind now. He's going to deliver you from the six troubles. Proverbs 6, 16. Going over to the book of Proverbs. We want to read chapter 6, and we're going to read verse number 16. The book of Proverbs, chapter 6, verse 16. Verse 16 reads, These six things do the YHWH Yahweh hate. Yes, seven are an abomination unto him. He says, it's the thing that Yahweh hates. He hates six things that Yahweh hates. Let's go back to Revelation, chapter 13, verse 18 again. Six things that he hates. Six things that he hates. Revelation, chapter 13, verse 18. All right. We're going to the book of Revelation, chapter 13. We want to read verse number 18. The book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse 18, 18 reads, Here is wisdom. Let him that hath an understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. It clears back to chapter one, verse fifteen, and this number, this the number of six six six, it belongs to a man, a man's what, a man's system that he hates. It belongs to a man's system that he hates. Um. Uh, 115, bring it. Ecclesiastes 115. Listen, God. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse number 15. Verse 15 reads, That which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which is wanting cannot be numbered. And, and, and he wanted and he can't be numbered. That means he will never make it to uh, 12, verse 6. Uh, no. He will never... He can never get to a 12, verse 6. He's warning, and he never can get to a 12, verse 6 or something. We're going over to the book of uh, Psalms, chapter 12, and we want to read verse number 6. The book of Psalms, chapter 12. We want to read verse number 6. Verse number 6 and 3. The words of the wise W.H. Yahweh are pure words. As silver tried in its furnace of earth, purified seven times. Seven is completion. Acts three nineteen. 
going to the book of Acts, chapter 3. We're going to pick it up at verse number 19. The book of Acts, chapter 3, verse number 19. At verse number 19, it reads, Repent you, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the YHWH, Yahweh. And Hebrews 12, 16, and 17, and who going to pay that no never mind all the way to the end? On repentance. When you repent it, you get yourself to a seven. But who is not going to never get that high because they're not going to repent? Hebrews 12, 16, and 17, bring it. Okay, we're going to the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 16 and verse number 17. The book of Hebrews, the book of the Israelites, chapter 12, verse 16 reads, Least there be an fornication, a fornicator, or profane person, as Esau and his five sons, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. Verse 17, for you know how that afterwards, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. Read Exodus chapter seven thirteen. So there ain't but one race of people would never hit that high mark. Not one race, because they would not find repentance. Because the sign of repentance, they'll do a thirty-three fifteen. Let me zika real quick there. Y'all lying there, do a 3315. The sign of it is a 3315. What is it? Ezekiel. We're going to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 33, verse number 15. Verse 15, and it reads. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 33, 15. If the wicked restore the plague, give again that he had robbed walked. Excuse me, 15. If the wicked restore the plague, Give again that he had robbed. Walk in the statutes of life without committing sin. He should surely live. He should not die. Ecclesiastes 7, 13. Ecclesiastes 7, 13. All right, we're going to the book of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 7, verse number 13. The book of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 7, verse number 13. Right. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 13 reads, Consider the work of Yahweh, for who can make that straight as he had made crooked? Mm-hmm. Number time, 1, 3, and 4, the closing statement. We'll get back on it tomorrow. I run out. But I know those that's got wisdom understand exactly who this 666 is. Malachi 1, 3, and 4, the closing statement. All you're in, you're in line. I'm through with it. Come on. All right. Going down to the book of Malachi, chapter 1, verse 3, and verse number 4. We're going over to the book of Malachi, chapter 1, verse 3, and verse 3 and 4. Verse 1 reads, The burden of the word of the wise W.H. Yahweh to Israel by Malachi the fifth. Verse 3. And I hated Esau and laid his mountains in 
his heritage waits for the dragons of the wilderness. Verse number four. Whereas Esau and his five sons said, we are in province, but we will return and build the desolate places. Thus says the wise Jewish Yahweh of They shall build, but I will throw them, throw down. And they shall call them the order of wickedness and the people against whom the YHW Yahweh have indignation for ever. It's all yours, your lives. 